Hello and welcome to Monday Night Football, your voice for youth soccer, not just for Louisiana, but for the entire northern Gulf Coast. And now, introducing your host, Alan DeRitter. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to this week's edition, September 28th uh, edition of Monday Night Football, Your Voice of Youth Soccer. Uh, we always start off our show with a prayer. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, amen. So, God, we thank you for letting us have this opportunity to have this show. Thanks for giving us uh, just a lot of your abundant blessings uh, throughout all the crises that we're dealing with. Uh, that we're still going to be talking on this show about the resumption of high school soccer and the resumption of club soccer. I pray um, and, and very much thanksgiving that everybody has been giving each other a helping hand. I pray that we'll continue the repair and also that we'll be able to see the, the, the silver lining uh, in this cloud that we're facing in the year 2020. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. In the name of Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. Oh, everybody, uh, it's been a year, hasn't it? And uh, uh, But tonight's show has got some encouraging news. Um, we're going to be meeting or talking with uh, Jason Ortling on our last, ep- last segment and also Paul Burgess on our second segment about the, uh, really the, the state of where soccer is now for them. And uh, not just soccer, but their personal lives. And they have some encouraging news for us. At the same token, it's peppered with reality. Uh, but we've seen how bad these hurricanes can be and uh, how uh, harmful they can be to the communities uh, in the long term, not the short term. And it looks to me that uh, they are on the road to recovery for sure. And I really uh, look forward uh, to continuing our help for them. And uh, you'll have a chance to really get your finger on the pulse once we have our first break. But we want to thank our sponsors right now. Our sponsor for tonight's show is Club Soccer. Club Soccer located in a traditional location, which is right across the street from Lafayette Park, uh, offers you personal uh, attention uh, to all whatever your needs are. They can custom your order, uh, be there for you in an emergency, get specialty items that you really can't get, um, especially when you need them tomorrow. And uh, they have a lot of th- uh, items in stock, shoes, socks, coaching material, that if you just show up at the store, uh, they're right there and they have them for you. I know from experience because uh, I've, I've just finished an order with them for my club team. And uh, it, that was a last-minute order, and we got first-class service. And so I, I strongly recommend that you go to Club Soccer. They're keeping the memory of Pat Caffarello alive. Um, both Celaya brothers, and it's very impressive. And uh, they give you the personal attention uh, that, that we definitely deserve, actually, um, in the soccer community. Well, this weekend, uh, a lot of things got cranked up in the New Orleans area. I coached my first soccer game since March, and it felt fantastic. It was a bunch of U8 players, and uh, they were so happy to be on the field. The parents are so happy to be watching. You could just feel the enthusiasm. Uh, even though we're dealing with these COVID restrictions and the like, uh, and I too strongly recommend everybody, I saw some lax behavior at the game. Uh, all we need is for one hot spot to break out for the state just to shut us back down. Uh, so 
please be on your best behavior when it comes to social distancing and what you need to do uh, as a coach, player, and a fan member. Uh, there's just times when you're out there on the on the field as a referee. I had the referee coach the other day. I mean, wearing a mask in 90-degree heat is just – it ain't happening, okay, uh, because I have asthma and I have to be able to breathe. But you still have to make sure that you know where you're breathing to. The whistles really should not be blowing spit everywhere. You should be covering your whistles and and following CDC protocol until we get that vaccine, okay? We don't want to go backwards to what we were, where we were in March, okay? So uh, it was really good to see soccer being played. Soccer was being played all over metropolitan New Orleans, on Saturday, it was like a normal day. We had American football being played, and uh, it was as normal as we've been in a long, long while. It felt very good. It was painful to watch LSU and and the Saints, you know, with these fake crowd noises and stuff like that. And we have a long way to go, and before we could go back to our normal way of life, but at least we're taking a step in the right direction. Now, when it comes to high school, high school is right on target to start right on time. Okay. Uh, besides all the updates that we've given you, and now it's up for the coaches to make sure that the schedules are double checked and and uh, and whatnot. And high school training is, is about to get going. We still got a couple more weeks to, to get your kids in shape before we start training with the ball. And yes, you can't, or I would say no, for all you can understand what I'm saying, you cannot tr train your teams yet with a ball. Okay, you could train six of your players. That rule has never changed in decades. Okay, um, and, and only six kids from your own school. You can't coach six girls and then six boys. You got to coach six kids from your school. That's it. And um, uh, if you have more kids playing in your club, you got to get uh, guest coaches to coach them. But it'd be good for them to play to get all the rust out. And uh, that's what I've been noticing right now. The rust is starting to come off, and it's a wonderful thing to watch. And so uh, um, we're, we're up and ready. We're up and rolling. The, the weather's about to start getting cooler, and and uh, and we're ready to go. And what's good to hear is that we might be having more Lake Charles teams participating than we once thought uh, a couple weeks ago. So we're going to take a break uh, for a word from our sponsors. And when we come back, okay, uh, we're going to look into de great detail as to the progress that was being made. We're going to talk to Calcasieu Soccer Club Executive Director Coach Paul Burgess uh, in the next segment. And then we'll hear from Coach Jason Ortling on the final segment of Monday Night Football, your voice of youth soccer. We'll see you after the break. Hello, we're re, uh, visiting now Calcasieu and trying to figure out uh, what they what they can uh, get from us or what they need from us. Coach Paul, welcome back to the show. Yeah, thank you very much. Really appreciate your uh, continuing concern and support. Yeah, well, this I find that, you know my experience with Katrina was this is where we really started to need it because everybody else kind of just uh, got tired of it and left. How are y'all doing? Quite a lot has happened. Since we last spoke, I think that was two weeks ago now. Um, but but uh, you know the the city is still in a recovery process, as you would know. Um, we on the soccer side, which I wanted to kind of jump to right away. It looks like we've got um, over half of our uh, competitive players back in town and, and actually active at the moment, which is which has been great. Last week we laid on 
some um, street soccer pickup games for any of those competitive players who were back in town and wanted to get active. And um, that was very well received. So we had um, up to like 70 kids out there last Thursday. Um, and we'll be offering that again this week. Um, but the encouraging thing is, you know, that, um, you know, we are seeing people gradually move back into the area and, um, and, and that's enabling us now to sort of plan uh, for what we can salvage of the fall season. So, um, you know, that, that's some positive stuff at the moment. Um, you know, for the most part, power and water has been restored to, um, to everybody in, in the city. Um, that's, um, that's not including the ones that may have some, um, some issues at their, their own property that um, prevents them from receiving power. Um, like myself, I don't have water at the moment just because of a, a water leak in my front yard that I'm, I'm trying to get a plumber to. So there's those kind of issues going on. But um, it, it, it has, I, I think I maybe said at the time, we spoke two weeks ago, I've been um, inspired by the way that the city rallied together um, and then the, whether it be the city or the parish workers and then outside groups coming into the area to get the to get the city back um, back on its feet um, or, or maybe maybe just on the knees you know rather than on the back and, uh, <laughs> it's been great to see so it's been uh, it's been uh, an inspiring few weeks I've got to tell you Tell you what, y'all like in turbo speed because uh, uh, that took a lot longer for us, and it's just it goes to show you when everybody's working together, you know what can be accomplished. Uh, I, I didn't even think you were going to tell me that you had any club competition going on. I mean, just pickup games—that's astounding, you know. Um, did y'all have any chances to play in the LCSL um, before it wraps up for high school? Well. So yeah, I mean, and it, and it kind of happened quite quickly, and and as always, it, it, it takes um you know a, a few club members um who are uh, who who are wanting to kind of lead the charge, and so between us, we managed to get um, our own lawnmowers on to the Lagrange Soccer Park, which is where that where our competitive teams play, and we got to uh, do a do a clean up there. And then we got to mow the fields and get them where it was um, safe and uh, uh, and and um, a decent playing surface for the kids. So bit by bit, it started to to come together. Um, of course, you know we have to do safety inspections on the goals, and thankfully, the Lagrange fields were uh, held up very very well once we cleared them off. Um, we chained up the goals, and and so those ones. Uh, stayed in um, in very good condition, so that that I, I think it just took a bit of communication to get um, some clean up uh, players and, and families together, and then um, you, you know like like I said, it doesn't take much. It does it just takes a small group to kind of start to pull um, pull the edges together and, and then get the fields um, striped and get the goals back in place. Um, so yeah, that that was encouraging. Now, in terms of competition, that we are finding that a few teams have, have actually said, yeah, we've got enough players to actually play some scrimmages or enter some uh, some events. So we've been in the process. 
um, of allowing our teams to kind of independently assess their their roster status and if they feel like they've got um, enough players to compete we've given them the go ahead to like go go and enter you know um, so yeah we're going to have a few teams playing by the end of October for sure and, and even with LCSL there's a there is one team who, who's indicated that they have enough players and they're going to try to fulfill their obligations this fall. Uh, we, we've been um, really supported by LSA and so um, our other LTSL teams are, are being um, give, given um, some time to kind of assess their situation and then possibly only schedule their games for the spring, which has been very much appreciated. Should we be? Yeah, yeah, it's going all right. Should we be reaching out to them, or you rather them reach out to us? I think we would like to, for for us to reach out to you guys if if we are in a position to play. Uh, LSA said they were communicating um, the arrangement that we were working out with them to to delay our um, commitment until the spring. So I think all the clubs that would, would would need to know that should should be getting informed of like okay leave uh, leave Capri alone for a minute until they um, until <laughs> until they get a bit further along. So I mean you know it wouldn't hurt, but but um, you know one of the big things we are dealing with here in Lake Charles and and, and this area. Is a lack of internet service. So, like, I'm working off a off a hotspot uh, at the moment, and that's what many people are doing. And that has been, I think, that the one remaining uh, aspect to our kind of recovery that people are not really able to function in in what is usually, you know, like a normal way. Because internet is part of the way that we operate now, isn't it? So, yeah, um, many many people are still without internet service um so communications are slow and i think it's been a uh, i think it's been a slow process for some of the phone services to come back too now I, i've noticed just in the last few days that my phone service has got better um so um so we're, we're moving along and and you know you, you mentioned that a few minutes ago about it sounds like maybe we, we went into you know, high speed to get back to this point where we're at now and I've heard that from a lot of people. Uh, compared with Hurricane Rita, which came after Katrina 15 years ago, we, I think there was a lot of lessons learned, and um, and so there was a lot of preparations made when it when it became apparent that we were we were going to be getting um, a severe storm here, and so that enabled our city and our parish to put on all the um, partner organisations uh, on standby and ready to come in and start work um, as soon as possible and and it, it's pretty obvious to me that 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 actually worked very very well so um yeah i'm, I'm pleased now uh, it's gonna be a long time but i mean you remember three weeks or two weeks ago uh <laughs> I, yeah. was, I was just i was living on adrenaline because i just i realized golly every every corner you turned was was a, was a very very distress, distressing sight and uh and it's still that, you know, there's still 10 foot, uh, 10 foot high piles of trees and debris in, in front of most of people's um, yards.
just waiting for pickup um, by the city. And, and because it was such a big storm, that, that's across the, the whole city. So, um, you know, there's a lot of, lot of rebuilding still to do. But, um, but it's, sounding, it's getting better, you know. And it's always good to hear when government is actually helping as opposed to hindering. So that's, that's a great song, too. Um, do you yeah. have do you have any idea about uh, before we go uh, whether or not the public schools are going to cancel their soccer season? Have you heard anything about the schools at all? I have not. They um, so we went online today and um, many schools actually who were able to actually were, were taken in students today. But do, do, you, I think I may have said that um, the. the Statistics floating around was 97% of the schools in Calcasieu Parish were affected by the storm to one degree or another. Right. So um, I, I do not know what the high school situation is other than um, talking to, you, you may know Curtis Stewart, the Barb uh, boy yes. head coach. That, that's the, uh, the main public school here in Lake Charles. Curtis has said, and this was a week or so ago. They were planning to go to. They were planning on a season, um, and and so other than that, I, I haven't got any information to share really. But he 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 didn't go into details. But he he indicated that they were they would be playing. But he just didn't give me any details or timeline. Yeah, the word the word that we have here. Uh, you were surprised me when you said that there were kids to play. The word we had here is most of them uh, lo relocated to Houston and Lafayette and are playing for those schools. So uh, I was just, yeah. I guess I was pushing my luck, thinking that we would have a Barb or a St. Louis playing, but probably not. No. Well, I, I wouldn't discount it. Not, not, like, no, really, I would not discount that. There are there are people displaced. I, I know of. Um, Several families who, who who are in Lafayette and Baton Rouge at the moment, and and, and again some in, in the Houston area, like you you just mentioned. But I I'm I am I'm thinking that there is going to be some stuff going ahead. Yeah. So even though I can't give you any clear information yet, I, it, it's my understanding that, that Bob will make something happen. Um, but again, that was a week ago, so I don't know any details more from Curtis at this time. Um, and if you know Jason Ortland, Jason yes. Ortland is going to do everything in the world he can to make sure that St. Louis has, um, has a season. Um, but but I actually haven't talked to Jason in a few weeks, so I, I don't know... Um, I don't know what the okay, yeah, their, I, their I, well, yeah, and I, I didn't, I didn't think you would be able to know. I just thought, thought you know, you'll, you'll hear all the rumblings going on and everything, and uh, uh, it's just good to hear though that uh, yeah. hey, what about before you hang up? What about what about basic stuff like grocery stores and getting fresh food? Is, yeah. is that good? Yeah, uh, the grocery stores are, um, opened um, pretty quickly again. I think a lot happened after we last talked and so um, grocery stores there, there's limited hours for those grocery stores um, for instance the one I was in last night was closing at um, it, it was closed, closing at 7pm or, or was it 6pm but you know they like so they've got limited hours and, and of course limited staff still many many businesses um, restaurants are, are still not open either because they don't have the staff or because 
the building is is, is just um, not able to be occupied at the moment because of the damage. So there is um, there, there's definitely still that going on. Um, so it, that that will be um, that that will be a slow process of rebuilding. But yeah, you can go to the store and get food now, which has been fantastic. Um, and and so um, yeah, we yeah. I mean, it sounds silly when you say it's fantastic to be able to go to the store and get food, but. <laughs> But <laughs> it, it, it was the reality for a while, you know. Right. Um, as you know with Katrina, you know, the things you took for granted yeah. are suddenly not there. And, um, and, and and you just have to adapt and adjust. Yep. So, Two yeah. weeks of MREs can really get to you. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, look, uh, before you hang yeah. up, and, uh, uh, anything else you want to tell everybody in the state right now before we say goodbye? Yeah. Uh, I think I just really want to. Uh, I want to thank you, Alan, for um, for, for getting back in touch. Um, I, I think there's a, there's uh, the, the inspirational spirit that I've seen here that I mentioned previously is still going strong, and um, and, and 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 I hope that um, our our Southwest Louisiana area is able to kind of carry some of that spirit forward and and and, and share it in in future with with. With other other cities who may who may be going through something, but but mainly I think um, just just that spirit of community is something that I, I just wish we could see in every every city in every state um, more of the time, you know, um, rather than a disaster bringing it out because everyone's got it in their heart, and I, I just wish that we, um, you know. I, I wish we could see more of it um, in regular times. So um, I guess that's just my little message. Okay. Yeah, you and me both. And yeah. uh, anyway, Coach, uh, don't re- yeah. don't hesitate to reach out to us if there's anything we can do to help make your process go smoother. And and I'm very encouraged from this interview. Yeah. I wish you all the best. Yeah, thanks so much, Alan. Best of luck with your with your season and uh, and a, and a smooth transition back to um, hopefully normal soccer for for huh. uh, everybody um, over these next few months. Amen. Take care, Coach. Good luck. All right. All right, man. God Bye. bless you. Bye bye. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Monday Night Football. We're honored to have our online. One of the greatest coaches in Louisiana history, Jason Arling. Welcome back to the show, Coach. Thank you, Coach. I appreciate uh, the call. Um, so we talked a few weeks ago. How's things looking now compared to that? Uh, you know, it, it's kind of one of those crazy things where things look so much better than it did a month ago, and yet it still looks really bad when you kind of compare it to what normal life is. Uh, I can't say enough about how hard everybody's working to to get everything you know uh you know back to back to normal but we're still so far away from normal there's still debris everywhere there's still people you know including myself that have tops on their roof a month later you know just waiting on contractors or materials or or all kind of things so uh so it's a lot better but it's still uh a lot uh long ways from normal how are the schools faring um, the schools are, are are having a tough time. Uh, I think Cap Shapiro just kind of started. Uh, they have a few of their schools that are that are operational. None of their high schools, uh, and they're going virtual. Uh, St. Louis, we've been doing virtual for the last uh, last two or three weeks, and um, hopefully 
we'll be in some temporary buildings in in about a week and a half. But uh, but as far as our our actual campus at St. Louis, it's it's pretty much destroyed. So we're going to be uh, kind of rebuilding everything, and I don't know how long that's going to take. And then I I know a lot of the other schools, uh, in particular some of the high schools, Barb and and Salford took uh, Sam Houston took some pretty severe damage as well. So um, I don't know when they're going to be, you know, face to face. Pastor Paris has kind of said that it might be, you know, in the next three weeks. But uh, but then I've heard other people say that it's it's going to be a while. So uh, it's uh, it's kind of tough, you know. I, I think we all agree. Anybody that did virtual learning during the spring during the COVID virus, uh, it's it was, I guess, the best of a, of, a situ- of a bad situation, but it's not the same as having to get in the classroom and to, to continue that another three or four months is, is really tough on the community. Yeah. I, I, how are things going on a personal note? Like, uh, are you kind of more stable now than you were last time? Yeah, I mean, personally, we're, you know, doing doing as well as we can. We're, uh, we're at least in town for good. Uh, you know, we're living at our house, you know, even though it's got a tarp, uh, you know, uh, we had a, the front come through. So we, we still have places that are leaking that we have to try to take care of as, as, the, as it rains. But, uh, you know, I've, I've got my family here and, uh, we've, we've got electricity. We, we have water. We still don't have internet, which makes it very difficult as a teacher to, to teach virtually. But, uh, St. Louis has, has kind of a hot spot that, that they have operational so you know every morning i'm i'm getting up and, and going to school like i normally would would it's just i'm going to school to, to get the internet and, and talk to my kids online for those of us who are familiar with st louis like how did the new athletic facility fare did, did, did it uh it was made out of brick it should have held up okay huh uh actually the, the new athletic facility uh in the, the baseball facility or were metal buildings and oh. they, they actually both fared uh, pretty well. Our athletic facility, uh, our athletic complex with a coach's office and weight room uh, did pretty well. And then the baseball facility, uh, which is not quite as big, but that's pretty much kind of become kind of the central hub for the, for the school. So we've moved our administration offices, our, you know, uh, you know, that's where all the teachers are teaching from. So it's kind of, it's kind of crazy like this morning, um, you know, we're all kind of spread out throughout the baseball facility. We've kind of pulled back the cages and you can kind of see 15 teachers all, uh, all talking with their classes online, uh, in different places of the, of the baseball facility. So we're, we're trying not to, to hear each other as we're all teaching our classes. So it's, uh, we're making the best of a, of a tough situation, but the metal building is actually, I guess, since there's so much, uh, so newer than, than the rest of the facility, they actually fared pretty well. And then uh, the rest of the complex, which you know a lot of it is, you know, 50 years old. Some of it, uh, you know, older than that. It, it did not fare very well. Well, it sounds to me like uh, there's unlike uh, 15 years ago with Rita and uh, Katrina, like y'all able to hold on to your student body. Is that pretty much played itself out? I'll tell you that because rumor has it over here in New Orleans that a lot of the kids are, are, are relocating to Houston and Lafayette. And uh, is that true? Yeah, then there are some schools. It's a tough time. Uh, I'm hoping, uh, you know, we still have kids that are out of town uh, for St. Louis. 
Um, you know, but I'm hoping that once we get in person, I think they're going to come back hopefully, but there's some other schools in our area, you know, LaGrange has canceled their football season because uh, a lot of their community had, you know, were evacuated to Houston and New Orleans, uh, Barb, which is, you know, Barb and Salford, the two biggest high schools in our area. And, and both of them are kind of, uh, you know, the, the Barb, uh, football team is still on hiatus and Houston is another big school. So, uh, so there's, you know, and I, I know it obviously doesn't determine everything by what football does and all that, but it just kind of shows you, uh, you know, around here, it takes a lot to cancel a football season yes. when you yes. have kids that are so displaced. Uh, it just kind of gives you an idea of, of how everything's affected our community. Yes, I, I, I get, I get that. I get that. Uh, uh, I know you can't answer this question fully, but what about soccer? Y'all think y'all y'all cautiously optimistic? Y'all get things straight before November? I'm hoping. I'm hoping. Uh, I mean, that's, that's definitely the plan. Uh, I'm going to do everything I can to to get some normalcy with our kids. We are, we're going to probably have to find some place to to practice because uh, with football season uh, continuing at St. Louis, we have a we have a practice field and then we have a game field. Well, our, our practice field is now where all the, the portable buildings are. So, uh, so we're, you know, because our, pretty much our campus is now becoming a construction site. We're going to put all the portable buildings on the, on the game field and on the practice field and uh, make a parking lot for the teachers as well. And then our game field is going to be kind of, uh, where the football team will be practicing, which of course they're going to be practicing until December. So, so we either, Father team going to either be practicing at night or uh, finding somewhere else to practice. Uh, so uh, we're going to make the best of it. I mean, that's the good thing is all we need is, you know, Patrick Greengrass and two goals at the end. So uh, <laughs> we're going to make the best of that. Uh, in fact, I've, I've got uh, my little club team that I coach, uh, my little U13 team. We're having our first practice tomorrow. Um, and some of the other teams are starting to try to practice, but we've also lost kids. I mean, you know, even some of some of my kids on my little U13 kid uh, uh, team are, are displaced, and they're you know them they're living in San Antonio. I've got a couple of them, uh, you know, in Texas, uh, another one in the New Orleans area. So hopefully, eventually, they'll make their way back. But I think uh, for their families, they're definitely going to be there for you know probably till January. Coach, is there anything we can do and help you? Uh, you know, last time, you know. When you ask that, you know, it's kind of the same thing, just uh, your prayers. Uh, you know, there are still a lot of people that are in need. So, you know, if you come across any donation sites, you know, for our area, uh, obviously, you know, uh, not to be too selfish, but I know St. Louis, I mean, we're, we're, we're hurting pretty bad. And, and I know that uh, on the St. Louis website, they have places to donate, but there's also other places uh, that are hurting bad. So, uh, so whatever generosity you know people have. Uh, with that being said, I cannot tell you how much generosity I've already seen. I mean, I'm I'm amazed every every weekend. I mean, for a long period of time, every day there were people coming from out of town on a daily basis at numerous locations. There were just feeding people, and I mean, it it doesn't sound like that. You know, that just sounds like, you know, a normal thing of charity, but when you have, uh, you know, 10 or 11 locations at different cities around Southwest Louisiana, and you have these, you know, churches and 
and other schools that are coming in and supporting our community. Uh, it's, it's a very humbling experience to have that type of generosity uh, and, you know, uh, and that type of support from around the state. So it is incredibly appreciated uh, everything that the people have already done. You know, I, I almost hate to ask for, for, for more, uh, you know, for more generosity because people have already been so generous to our area. Yeah, it's, t it's time to give. Yeah, we're uber generous to us when we needed it. That's what I think people down here just, we all understand, you know? Have you right. heard Have you heard anything about uh, schools like DeRitter and Leesville, uh, the schools that are just north of you? Are they good? I'm not. Yeah, they're, they're pretty good. In fact, our football team scrimmaged uh, DeRitter at DeRitter uh, the other day. So DeRitter is good, and I think Leesville is doing well. And and everything. Uh, so I think the schools north of us, uh, South Florida has a girls team and, and they're doing a lot better. Uh, so I think, I think, you know, the Lake Charles area just, uh, you know, we got hit with the, with the eye wall and, uh, you know, just like I said, uh, the last time that we talked, I just never would have imagined the devastation that ended up occurring, uh, with that, with that eye wall. I mean, we know it's bad, but just that constant, you know, 150 mile an hour wind is uh, until you see uh, the path of the storm and, and see what it looks like. I mean, it's just, it's hard to imagine. I get that. Before we say goodbye, you have any messages you want to give to anybody? Any special shout outs? No, just like I said, once again, um, you know, uh, I'm very appreciative of the soccer community, uh, the coaches that have reached out to me and, uh, to everybody else, uh, you know, I know that even with our within our little Southwest Louisiana community, I know that everybody's been kind of checking on each other, and, and we're all gonna, you know, it's kind of interesting, you know, uh, we're all gonna be looking for fields to, to practice on because I know Barb, you know, like I said, has been devastated in soccer, and and we might all be practicing at the same place, uh, you know, eventually, but but that's okay because we're still gonna be able to kick the soccer ball around and. And I think that's what it's all about, you know, just have given these kids the opportunity to, to be part of something and be successful. So uh, I guess the biggest shout out is just to, you know, our fellow coaches. Uh, once again, I'm, uh, I'm humbled to be part of the soccer community because uh, a lot of them have reached out and, and been, uh, you know, very, you know, just checking on us and, and, and making sure that, that if there's anything that they can do, then, then they've been willing to do it. So uh, that's been very humbling for me. All right. Well, Coach, uh, you know we wish you the best. And uh, uh, when we hang up, it's not going to be like, okay, we're, we're not going to pay attention to what y'all need anymore. If you need anything, just let us know. We'll be there, okay? I appreciate it, Coach. And, and hopefully, you know, like I said, we'll we'll see you in a few months. Uh, you know, we're going to make, you know, we're going to still hold the tournament and, and get things done. And, and that's that's another thing. I've had teams that have uh, that haven't come to our tournament in the past and said that they wanted to come just so they could support our area. So it's uh, it's All been right. pretty awesome. You can count on us. That's for sure. <laughs> well, great. You know, you always have a spot. All right. Well, take care, Coach, and God bless you and, and your family. Take care. Thank you. God bless too. All right. So uh, this will make them stronger and. And I think what's going to be different for them, as opposed to for the Katrina area, the, uh, 
is that it looks like their community may come back, uh, whereas we lost a good fourth of our community for good. And, uh, and we just had to rebuild from that point. And that's hard to do. I don't think we're really done yet. And um, uh, I mean, uh, and let's put it this way. All the Catholic League schools before Katrina were 5A. And right now, uh, we're barely holding on with two 5A schools and a couple schools who are not 5A playing 5A level. And, uh, uh, and that's just the reality of the situation until the population can, can rebound fully, and that takes a generation. So I'm hoping they're not going to have to deal with that problem. Sounds like they're going to be able to get schools up and running soon, and, uh, and that's extremely, extremely good news um, because uh, heaven knows uh, we love them, and, uh, and everybody in the state understands the power of these hurricanes and the power of community and how we need to, to, to stay together. Okay, everybody. Well, um, that's going to do it for this week's Monday Night Football. Uh, all the coaches in here, be mindful of all your deadlines. You got online clinics, you got uh, COVID protocol, you got a lot of things to take care of. You got to get your schedule into the LHSAA portal. Um, you have double, ch you have to double check all your assignments, and then again, as we talked about last week, you're gonna be able to, you're gonna need to double check where the football teams are playing uh, to make sure that you have some uh, some place to play and uh, that you can guarantee. So we got a lot of work to do for the next three or four weeks. And uh, I imagine when you're starting to feel rough under the edges that all this work is happening, just put yourself in Calcasieu's shoes and uh, you know, put everything in perspective. Anyway, I'll see you next week. God willing, God bless you and your family. Carpe diem in Christ. And, uh, and uh, I wish you and your family all the best. For Monday Night Football, you watch Youth Soccer. This is Coach Alan Rudder saying goodnight.